And we actually, last week, when there was a side conversation, I raised my hand and I said, I'm sorry, I'm not following that side conversation. And it brought people back in the meeting. So it, it gave a much higher level of engagement for me as a remote person. I was much more effective than I would have been otherwise. Welcome to Innovation Talks. Join us weekly as we discuss with distinguished industry guests how to refine and improve corporate innovation and new product development as businesses aim for long-term success. Hosted by Paul Heller, Sofion CTO. If you're looking for additional information around new product development or corporate innovation, sign up for Sofian's newsletter where we share news and industry best practices monthly. The fastest way to do this is to go to sofian.com that's S-O-P-H-E-O-N.com and click the sign up and stay informed box. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Glad you could join me in for another week. I wanted to talk about using techniques we discovered and got good at during the pandemic phase once we start going back to the office. So we have lots of meetings that we have. They are group meetings all sorts of meetings related to innovation. It's a part of what we have to do as part of innovation. It might be status of a project. It might be an ideation session. It might be a product definition session. It might be discussing a challenge that has come up in our product lines. Before the pandemic, we would get people together in a conference room. And there were always a few people that couldn't be in that conference room, the remote people. And we didn't have good techniques. We made do. We somehow got by. But if you've been one of those remote people, you know that it was very difficult to participate in that meeting effectively. Difficult to stay engaged. You have things you want to say and you can't get a word in. The pace of conversation is very fast in the room where the majority of the people are. There are side conversations. And... Like I said, we made do, but it just wasn't as effective as it could be. And then boom, pandemic, we're all remote, and we figured out new ways of working in that remote environment. And how might we use those ways of working when we go back to people being in a room together? Well, the fact is, if everybody's in a room together, we don't need those techniques. And if everybody's remote, well, we now know how to do that very effectively. We've been practicing it for 16 months, maybe longer. But if we're in that situation we used to be in, where some people have to be remote, the majority of the people are in the conference room, how can we avoid those challenges we had back in the days before the pandemic? Well, I have a few ideas, a few suggestions. The first one is have everybody also be in a virtual meeting. So let's say you have eight people in a conference room and three people remote. It's 11 people. Have a virtual meeting set up and have all 11 people in it. Most people are bringing laptops or iPads or what have you to conference rooms. So have them join the meeting. In fact, ideally, if your culture is up for it, have them have their cameras on because that really ups it to a new level. I experienced just such a meeting last week, and I was one of the three people that was remote. And I can tell you, it made a huge difference to be able to see everybody, to be able to understand what the, you know, their engagement around a particular topic. 
And if somebody wanted to share something, they would share it, and all the participants could see it on their local screen. But what the folks in the conference room also did is they had one of the laptops actually shared on a projector. So now people in the in this conference room are seeing the exact same thing that we remote people are seeing, which helps them orient themselves to a different way. You don't find them writing things on a whiteboard that nobody remote can see. They're using the tools like we've been using for the past 16 months or longer to capture notes, to present things, to whiteboard, what have you. Yeah, there's nothing like a whiteboard in a meeting when you're all there. But if you really want to engage a full team, we should stick to using whiteboards that are things that can be shared virtually, the virtual whiteboard, or have a camera pointed at the whiteboard so the remote people can see and participate. That's also pretty effective. So put the whiteboard or put that laptop with the camera pointed at the whiteboard into the virtual meeting. Now what we can do is because we're all in that virtual meeting, we can use the techniques like raising your hand. That has been so effective. That's a technique we learned during the pandemic that worked really well. And it becomes super important when you've got an imbalance of people because the pace can go so fast in the conference room it now is a great vehicle for people who are remote to say, hey, look, I've got something I want to say. And it's up to the people in the conference room to watch for that. We've learned during the pandemic we need to watch for those things. So we really need the people in the conference room together to be watching for the hand to be raised. But if they do, it's working extremely well. And I can tell you it worked really well for our meeting last week. So we talked about having a projector, a projected screen, which matches exactly what all the remote people see. We talked about everybody being in the meeting. We talked about everybody having their camera on, if you can do that. And we talked about using the cues of the hand raising and things like that. And we actually, last week, when there was a side conversation, I raised my hand and I said, I'm sorry, I'm not following that side conversation. And it brought people back in the meeting. So it, it gave a much higher level of engagement for me as a remote person. I was much more effective than I would have been otherwise. And it helped the people in the room realize that they were disconnected from the remote people, which they didn't want to be. Just human nature, things start happening. You start talking local, you forget about the remote people. So raising the hand brought everybody back together. And the other idea that, that I want to present that we should keep doing is the way we use chat. So we found that during these remote meetings, we could use chat and we could bring up additional points of value, additional topics, additional thoughts without disrupting the flow of the main meeting. And it was really effective. Sometimes it might be something, somebody just really giving a thumbs up or applauding something that the presenter had just said or some things that they were thinking. Or it might be somebody putting in a related link some research on the internet or other things that would enhance the topic, but weren't so important that they had to disrupt the flow of the meeting, the flow of the presentation. And then we would see comments back and forth in the chat. It very, very effective. 
We should keep doing that. That is so effective and it helps meetings have a flow without disruption that is is something that we didn't have before pandemic and we can keep doing after, especially if everybody in the meeting, whether they be centralized in the conference room or whether they be remote, is in the meeting, is in the virtual meeting using their laptops or their iPads or what have you. Phones, if you have to, use something. And I had an experience uh, last week where the host of the meeting asked everybody that as they had questions, please put them in the chat. It was very important to the host that questions were captured as people thought about them. And the host had wanted the questions to be answered after the main presentation. And so I, being a subject matter expert in this meeting, but I was not presenting, was watching these questions come in, and I decided to just answer them as they came up. Why not? Why wait until the end? So if somebody asked a question about the topic that was being discussed, I or anybody in the meeting could answer or give perspective on that. So we didn't have to spend time at the end going through this litany of questions. We had the dialogue of the questions and the answers and the perspectives and the opinions of others who were answering those questions. Uh, so we didn't have to, you know, sometimes you get these questions, they get thrown up on a flipboard. If you have time, you go to them. And a lot of times they're rushed, questions at the end, and you don't really give them their due and nobody's keeping notes. It just goes too fast. So suddenly we have this record of questions and answers and, and opinions and perspectives that was really helpful. So that's another one I'd say let's keep doing. Do you have ideas of things we should keep doing when we have these meetings where we're discussing the type of topics that are related to innovation that you think we should keep doing that add value? If so, I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a line. Because I think there's techniques that are going to make us much better moving forward when we all come back to work where everybody can't be around the table. And let's use those techniques we learned when everybody had to be away from the table and help ourselves be more effective in the future. Thanks for joining me. I hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week for Innovation Talks with Paul Heller. For additional information on today's topic, check out sophion.com, S-O-P-H-E-O-N.com, where you will find plenty of innovation-centric content and corporate best practices. If you'd like to discuss anything with Paul or would like to get in touch with the show, email us at talks at sophion.com.